Hi, I'm Ildiko Spinfisher. I'm the founder of Life Retuning, a psychological human energy based modality which sidesteps the mind. I'm known as the Quantum Wizard. I work with heart centered entrepreneurs globally to unlock their greatest potential and upgrade their success. I run workshops and courses teaching about energy wisdom. I feel blessed to have the opportunity to share with you on the Be Woke podcast show. And I want to thank you for being here with us today. Hi, everyone. My name is Julie Salant, and I am an animal communicator and transformational intuitive coach. My gift is that I am able to see negative energies that are blocking you and remove them with light language and bring in positive energy to bring you back into alignment. I'm also an animal communicator, and I really love talking with Ildiko because she brings the science to what our discussions are, and I'm the intuitive part. Thank you for being here. We're looking forward to having you on all the podcasts. Thanks so much. Hey everyone, Julie Salat and Ildiko Spin Fisher from Be Woke. We are thrilled that you are here today. We have, this is episode nine. We are thrilled that you are here listening to us. And today we are talking about how to achieve peak state thinking in isolation. Uh, welcome, Ildiko. Thank you for being here. Hi, Julie. Yeah, it's great that we're together again on another wonderful episode of the Be Woke podcast. And really looking forward to this discussion with you and the listeners and viewers that we have now and it's just really exciting to see that um, we've got listeners starting to come on board with what we're saying um, and sharing and um, so yeah this can be a great episode. Yes welcome everyone from wherever you're from we've seen a lot of people from the United States from the UK from Canada from Ireland yeah. so we're excited so thank you yeah. for being here yeah. welcome welcome. So let's just share a little bit about where we are. Do you want to start, Ildiko, in, in terms of we've all been in self-isolation and, and you know yeah. social distancing for a bit of time now. How are things mm -hmm. going in the UK? Okay, so in the UK, um, we have been in uh, lockdown since uh, the middle of March. Um, so last week, we were told that there would be another three weeks of lockdown. Um, I'm finding it's interesting, you know, Julie, because um, people are kind of dividing into two states um, of dealing with this situation. One is where people are getting very creative and um, pulling together. They are um, seeing what they can do to help the situation. So we have fashion designers in London, for instance, who have banded together to stop making the usual fashion clothes and making um, surgical gowns instead. Um, and then we have other people who are still um, being very uh, much uh, about themselves and seeing what they can get out of the situation, or they're starting to get um, into a place of feeling um, depressed about the, the whole thing. So. There's quite a, a split happening, seemingly, where we're at now in the UK. How about you in the US? I'm still seeing exactly what you're seeing. So I'm seeing people, when I go to get something at the drugstore, I put on my gloves and everything, and I'm still seeing people that are not doing that. They're wow. just going around as if nothing's happening. And I think that they're 
just over it. They just want things to get back to normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think that our normal is going to be normal. I think this is a new normal going forward yeah. and a lot of things will change. Things Absolutely. are starting to loosen up a little bit here, mm-hmm. but people are, just as you said, be, being mm-hmm. cre- creative and really looking at um, how can I better myself? How can I serve others? Yeah. Or this is my opportunity to go to the next level or they're mm-hmm. on the other side of the fence and saying, you know what, I'm just waiting. Like they're like this, waiting, yeah. I'm all done. Right. Yeah, is a missed opportunity for them to take advantage yeah. of something that's not a good thing, but it's still an opportunity mm. to do better. Yeah, and it's kind of like looking at the end of the journey instead of the journey itself, um, which, uh, you know, we do find that quite often the end of the journey is not what we expected it to be. Yes. Um, so it's about taking the time to take the steps and living the steps uh, instead of worrying about where we're going to end up because nobody really knows where we're going to end up. Um, that's the unknown. But what we can do is shape our daily lives in order to achieve the things that are achievable because some things are not achievable. We can't travel. You know, we can't get together. Um, so these things are um, a, a big change. A big change is taking place in the way that we are living our lives. And one of those changes, I think, is the way that we have a relationship with time. That's completely altering. Um, certainly from my own perspective, I'm finding that that's altering um, because there's none of this sort of rush, rush, rush. I've got a deadline. I've got this. I've got to go here. I've got to go there. I've got to see this person, that person. Uh, it's more about uh, feeling into the appropriateness of a time to do something and the amount of time to spend on doing it. So we want to kind of talk today about how are you spending your time and what are you filling your time with and especially thoughts, right, Julie? Yes, especially thoughts. I've got... Um... A lot. I've been reading a lot about peak state, about choosing your thoughts, and about how powerful your thoughts are. Remember, everyone, your thoughts will go out into your electromagnetic field and touch everything in it. And we're talking about connectedness and oneness and a unity consciousness yeah. here. So what I do affects Ildiko, and what she does affects me, even though we are hundreds of thousands of miles apart. We're mm-hmm. all on this planet. So... Yeah. We want to talk today about alignment, body, mind, spirit, alignment, and about how choosing your, we'll start with your thoughts, how choosing your thoughts is more important than you know. Way Absolutely. more. It, it should be the number one thing that you do, and, I, and we'll, we'll get into why. Yeah. But choosing yeah. your thoughts is very, very important. And you know, Julie, um, it's uh, been known for a very, very long time. This is ancient wisdom. If we go back to the Vedic texts, which um, were written several thousand years ago, um, the Upanishads, as they're called, uh, were a set of philosophies and and life guidances. And one of those uh, most famous ones uh, says that what man thinks he becomes. Yes. So they knew back then the wisdom of this unfortunately we have forgotten the reality and the truth of this but we're now starting to rediscover that it is really important to 
monitor the, the quality and make sure the quality of your thinking is at peak, at optimum, just as Julie has said. Yes, yes. And I'm, I'm familiar with those texts, not, not deep, um, you know, probably as you are, but I'm familiar with what they say. And I think what yeah. happens is in my personal humble experiences, the ego, right? Because the mind and the ego, which we've talked about before, and depth uh, is the ego is always in the way and the ego is wants to keep you safe. And as long as the box is checked, the ego doesn't do emotions. And mm. as long as the box is checked that you're safe, everything's right. good. But, job done. Job done. <laughs> but choosing yeah. powerful thoughts as in what, how can I serve others instead of going to get, you're going to give. Um, yeah. I've noticed just that mm. a lot of bloggers that I used to follow as a side note, uh, mm -hmm. you know, in the luxury, I used to like to watch unboxings and fun stuff like that just to pass the mm -hmm. time. And yeah. I've noticed in lockdown, they're still doing it and, and they're still dressing up and they're still taking pictures and bringing out their bags. And I'm thinking right. all right. of a sudden yeah. that doesn't make sense to me anymore. Yeah. But you know, that seems very not yeah. deep. So I guess the question is, how are you, it's, yeah. it's no longer relevant, right? Who cares about right. a $50,000 right. bag when the yeah. rest of us are trying to survive and yes. thrive. And we want to get you from surviving to thriving. And all that starts with yes. your thoughts and the quality of your thoughts and recognizing that you can choose to change your thoughts. Yeah, most definitely. And because um, doing the same thing when things have changed is non-congruent. And um, it shows a level of um, being unaware of the, the situation, but just running on reactive. Yes. Um, and um, research has been done at Stanford University, which shows that 99% of the thoughts that most people have every day will be the same tomorrow as they were the day before. So there's this, um, this routine of thinking that we need to break out of because that's the old. It's the old paradigm, the old era. We're in the new age. There's no question about it. So we need to find ways of breaking the pattern of the old because it will not serve us in the new uh, era. Because, as what Ildiko is saying is, because what happens is you what you think you become, what you focus on comes closer and gets bigger, right? Yeah. And then actually it, it becomes a boundary, in my experience, right? It becomes a boundary. Yeah. So in other words, that's why you have the same thoughts every day. So we need to pattern interrupt and then behind that bring in the, the better thought and yeah. that's how it's all linked. And then you're breaking through your boundaries because otherwise yeah. you're doing the same thing every day, which people have done for years and years and years. And then yeah. they think, oh my gosh, 15 years have gone by and I'm still doing yeah. the same thing. And I haven't grown internally, professionally, spiritually. One thing that's really important that we really want to talk about is how all of these are linked together, right? It's alignment and they're all together. They're not separate boxes. That's how yeah. I was taught, right? Spiritually, your, what you think. We always thought, you know, that's all separate. It's all connected. It is, and what connects it is energy and consciousness. So um, we are starting to understand um, on a, a, a wider level this connection. And of course, this is showing up by the way that um, everybody being in lockdown, 
um, is having the same kind of experience to a great extent. Um, up until uh, lockdown happened, um, people could feel that they were in their own separate little worlds. But now, because everybody is going through the same thing, this is the first lesson of connectedness, I believe. This is now taking place. Um, and to understand that um, we really are connected on a very deep level uh, and our thoughts are connected as well. And the, the, as Julie was saying, the, the power of our thoughts is um, extraordinary. And uh, one thing I want to mention is about the work of Dr. Masaru Emoto, um, who was uh, doing studies into consciousness affecting water crystals and molecules. Um, so it was the quality of the thinking that was important to him, the intention that was put into water uh, and then the water was frozen and he would study the water crystal shapes under the microscope. And there was a massive difference showing up between negative thoughts bathing the, in the water and positive thoughts. Um, there was also um, a, a famous um, experiment done with rice, two, um, two pots of rice. And one is uh, shouted at and told it's stupid and useless, and the other one is praised. And what consistently happens is that the one that is getting the negative intention uh, goes bad um, fast, and the other pot of rice actually stays healthy for much longer. So we must become aware of what we're doing to ourselves, and not just ourselves, but other people as well with our thinking. Yes, and I love, that's one of my favorite tests that they've ever done with the water because, and we'll insert some pictures, yeah. because you can clearly see the difference between, one looks like a beautiful snowflake and angelic and white yeah. and gorgeous, and the other one looks diseased. It, it's dark, yeah. it's, it's like shriveled up. And, and remember, yeah. we are, I don't know how much percentage water, but we're made up Over of 80%. water, right? Yeah. So if yeah. you think about... If you think about not just how you're projecting, but just think about yourself, right? We're going to think about how we are made up of water and how you talk to yourself. So many of us talk to ourselves negatively. The things that I used to say that I've caught myself on, I've been working on myself a little bit over the years, but the things that I used to say to myself, you know, you're too stupid, you're too fat, you're too ugly, you don't have enough money, you're not connected, you're not smart, you can't do this. Who do you think you are? On and on and on every single day. And the judging that goes along with that, being that we are made up of water, so much of us, what do you think ha is happening in your cells? So let's just, we're starting to talk about what you think about yourself before we even get into, you know, projecting onto anybody else. But the good thoughts that you must take to raise yourself up and tell yourself, I'm a good person. I can do this. I'm fully yeah. equipped with everything that I need right now versus how does that feel in your body versus, ugh, you know, I'm not, I, I'm just, I can't do this. Yeah. I, I, I can't get out of this box. I'm stuck. I don't know how to fix myself. I'm broken. Just saying those words brings you into that lower level vibration of anger, frustration, and that's not the place where you want to stay on so many levels for so many reasons. That's right. Um, and um, it, it goes even further um, because of our biology. So 
when uh, you are creating self-defeating thoughts, uh, your body will respond to that. Um, and it can even go into self-destruct. I mean, you know, we've seen this. I mean, the medical profession obviously have their own um, ideas about, about what that happens, but uh, quite often they don't know uh, what started it. And I'm absolutely convinced that it's the level of self-denying uh, and um, uh, destructive thoughts that can lead to the point where the body takes over and says, okay, well, if that's your reality, then I'll destroy myself. Yes. It's scary. The level of control that our thinking has over our future, what develops. You can, you know, as a man thinks he is, right? And what you focus on expands. So let's see, how can we change this from disempowering yourself to empowering yourself and honoring yourself and yeah. saying good words and good thoughts about you are equipped, you are ready and getting yourself to a place where you're empowered. How, what's the, the best way or the first step that they can start to make that switch all to come? So one of the things I, um, I tell my clients is it's really important to ask the question, why? Why did I have that thought? Not accept it as, oh, it's just a thought and um, it's the way things are. Because the way things are doesn't have to stay that way. So if you ask the question, why did I have that thought? Why am I beating myself up? Why don't I think that I'm good enough or I'm capable or any of those things that we beat ourselves up with. Um, then you start a process. You open the door, you put the inquiry, and the answer has to come. It's like an echo back. So once you start um, this process, it may be that your mind will bring up a memory, for instance, and it might seem like a completely random memory that you wonder, well, what on earth was that? but it will be very specific uh, in the information that it's trying to give you about where this started, for instance. So um, asking the question why, not allowing your mind off the hook, not just allowing those thoughts to happen and um, for your mind to uh, do whatever it wants and just kind of run on reactive. I would say that's a really important thing to start doing as a practice on a daily basis, especially if you feel like you've been dragged down by your thoughts. Just take a moment and say, whoa, okay, hang on a second. Number one, I don't want to feel like this. And number two, I want to know why this is happening. That's a really, really important and useful way of starting to train yourself to catch your thoughts when they happen. Right, and really being more self-aware of what's yeah. coming through your mind, because I always think of it kind of like a ticker tape that's running around that you'll mm -hmm. see on Times Square. And if it keeps saying the same things and you just accept it and you're not noticing, because it's a lot of this is subconscious, it's not yes. conscious. So this is your subconscious mind. So when you actually realize, hey, wait a minute, as Ilko was saying, wait, is this, is, why is this happening? But we're noticing first, it's coming through. So being self-aware. And what I want to make sure you do is don't beat yourself up for the thought. <laughs> so a negative oh, thought yeah. shouldn't be followed with another negative thought. So if you have a negative thought coming through saying, I'm not capable, I'm not good enough. 
or I'm not smart enough. Don't sit, don't, once you become self-aware, don't think, oh, geez, you know, that, that's not right. I mean, fuck, now I feel bad about that thought. Yeah. Just let it pass through, okay? And then why? Why is this happening? Maybe where did this thought come from? Yeah. And then the question becomes, is it true? Yeah, and the second um, part to this is become aware of the stories that you are living within about yourself and yes. others. Yes. Um, because these stories can last for years and years and years. And normally they are stories that are started uh, in your mind, in your unconscious mind, um, in childhood. So you become the, um, you know, the child who's always ignored. And then you become the adult who's always ignored. Yes. Or um, the one who um, is uh, always, uh, you know, a little bit dumb, for instance, because your family um, put you in a situation with, with their commentary, for instance, that made you create a story around the fact that, oh, I'm not intelligent enough to deal with that. And then that goes into adulthood. Um, so take the time now that you have in um, lockdown use it productively don't waste it or squander it um we were talking about the fact that you know there are all these um amazing amount of videos out there that people are creating um they are funny and they are cute and um, there's nothing wrong with them but just spend a little amount of your time um having uh, a laugh or you know seeing seeing a cute kitten or a cute dog doing silly things the rest of the time, spend the time productively in facing yourself and getting to know yourself in a way, in a deep way that maybe you've never had the opportunity to do up until now. Yes. And I believe that this is what this whole virus has made us do. We have mm, been definitely. meant to face ourselves. And for yeah. many of you out there that are listening to this or watching, you may be far along and you've been working on yourself for a while and you're used to this process. But for those of you that are not, there are a lot of you that have never faced yourself. You've never slowed down enough to face yourself. Now you're having to face your fears, face your shadow self and face your decisions that you've made. Everything that you see around you, you have manifested and you've had yeah. thoughts behind it. And for a lot of you, if you've never done this before, it can be scary because you may come out the other side and think, well, maybe I'm in a job I don't like anymore. Maybe I'm with someone I don't like anymore. Maybe we've changed. Maybe I don't like where I live anymore. A lot can be coming up for you that will be scary and you're not, I'm sure, you're not sure how to navigate through that. And as Ildiko was saying, a lot of this is through stories. And what I really want you to know is that the stories, as she was saying, can held on for years and years and years. So the story that you're saying may have been something that you told yourself when you were 15 years old. If you're 30 or 40 or 50 now, that story is no longer relevant or even correct or true. And it could have come from not yourself, someone else. Absolutely. It's, it's so interesting when we look at another level of, um, of how we develop. Every seven years, all of our cells change. We're not even the same person on the cellular level every seven years. So it's like a, a, you know, a, a, a snake shedding its skin, except we're actually um, completely transforming internally. Uh, so 
how can you be the same person um, when you are not the same person physically? It's, you know, it's, it's so interesting to kind of look at it on that level that you must have changed because everything else has changed and renewed. So yeah, the, the stories are, are just really, really important to, um, for you to explore and see if they really are relevant or they're not. And if they're not, then work to let them go. And a great way of doing that is writing a new story for yourself. Who do you want to be? It can be really exciting. Sit down, get a pen and paper and write down who you want to be. Yes. And then um, work to, um, to create the thoughts that support that new empowered story of who you are. So emerge, whenever we do emerge out of the lockdown, like a, a, a butterfly out of the cocoon. Um, in a completely different way. You know, you have permission to do this. I mean, here I am with blue hair. That's just the start. But, you know, I, I wouldn't have gone and um, uh, started wearing blue hair. Um, uh, if, you, if you asked me a couple of months ago, I'd have gone, no, I don't think so. Now I'm kind of seeing it as uh, part of my personality showing itself in a colorful way. So, you know, play, have fun. It's, it's safe for you to decide who you want to be. And this time means that you'll have enough chance to solidify that new you, the one you're happy with, the one that you, know, you deserve to be, and the one you want to show when you actually go out there, the one you want to live with. Yes, absolutely. And I love your blue hair. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and I may get some pink at some point, but um, I, I think have fun and play with this. This is what this yeah. is all about. I mean, these are serious topics that will change your life. When you change your thoughts, you change your life. Obviously, everyone knows that, but to actually do it and do the work takes time. It's a yeah. process. It's not going to happen overnight, but have fun with it. This is your life. And I want to talk to everybody out there who is a sensitive and empath like myself and, and Ildiko, obviously, we have had stories of being different, not fitting in, never being accepted because of our gifts. Yeah. You may have had very loving parents, but they didn't quite know what to do with you. Um, you may have been a people pleaser to the point where it was a detriment to you. That was my case. You may have shoved your gifts under the rug because people said, you're too sensitive, cut it out and stop. So you changed and you molded yourself to be and say like everyone else, you, ca you became like everyone else. And that's mm. the time is past now for that. The time now is for you to come out of your shell, as Lilica was saying, you know, come out of the cocoon, be who the butterfly that you are and show yourself because the world needs what you have. We all need that spark. And you never know by being just you and showing yourself and empowering yourself gives others the ability to say, if she can do it, I can do it too. You just yeah. never know. It creates that ripple effect in the water and then goes out everywhere and we're all connected. So take the time and have fun with this. You know, enjoy it. It's a process, but have fun with it. Yeah, just as Julie says, very rightly, it really is the time for you to shine. And the other thing that can happen with us sensitives and empaths um, is that uh, you can end up being the rescuer. So now's a time to reassess that whole way of 
how you use your own personal energy, uh, whether you give it away indiscriminately and you don't keep any for yourself because a lot of us have gone through this. I mean, I went through this myself. I had to readjust everything. But um, somebody said to me one day, think about it this way. If, when you're on a plane um, and you're told about the oxygen mask, they say to you, use it on yourself first before you use it on anybody else in your family. And that was a real eureka moment for me. Um, and it started me thinking, ah, well, if I'm running on empty, am I actually even able to help anybody else anyway? So it makes no sense. So I would uh, really use this time to just kind of re reestablish your relationships. Um, those people who have been sucking and draining you for years, you know what I'm talking about. We all do. Mm -hmm. um, maybe it's time to uh, just change the balance of those relationships because you have the opportunity because you don't have to um, be constantly on call for somebody, for instance. Um, even in the family dynamics, I'm, I'm interested to see that some of my, certainly my clients, the dynamics are starting to change within the family because there's nowhere to go. So they have to be together and start um, adjusting things to create harmony because yes. otherwise it harms the family unit. Yes. Um, so there's a lot of healing going on. Um, but certainly for you personally, I would definitely be focusing on readjustment internally to what you want to be and what you want to um, present to the world about yes. yourself. Yes, absolutely. There's nowhere to run now. And if you're, even if you're facing yourself and everything's great within the family, there's nowhere to run. You need to face yourself and you need to, to know that there are better thoughts that you can choose. There's always better thoughts. This is something that we work on for our whole lives. This, it's kind of like working out, right? You never stop working yeah. out. It's good for your bones. It's good for your muscles. It's good for your mind. I get the most creative thoughts when I'm working out because everything's kind of running and you're warmed up and it just does good things for you. And this is a process, but choosing those empowering thoughts. And what I'd like to encourage you to do is to put some rituals in place behind the thoughts, which we can do a whole section on, but do things that not affirmations. We're not talking about affirmations, but we're talking about positive thoughts. Like I say, every day, you can read a passage in, if you're spiritual in the Bible or in um, an amazing book from, you know, Deepak Chopra, if you'd like, whatever turns you on, lights you up and gets you in that positive place because the place of joy and happiness is where we want you to be. You don't want to live in, I'm unhappy. How long do you really want to spend being unhappy? And why are you unhappy? It all goes back to your thoughts. Yeah. You feel disempowered yeah. and you feel as though I can't do this. I can't, I shouldn't, I'm not disempowering as in versus I can, mm -hmm. I am. Yeah. You can conquer the world with your thoughts. You, you, well, you can, absolutely. I mean, they're, they're so powerful. But, you know, I realized um, over the last couple of years, it came to me that um, in Western society, we're not set up to be happy. All the adverts um, give us the, um, the, the dream of being happy and being satisfied. But actually, society does not expect us to be happy. 
So there's this constant conflict going on and has been going on. Um, but I believe that this is the grand reset. This is where we push the button and say, enough, enough of this, enough of being told how we should be, and enough of being encouraged to um, you know, keep going in the same unhappy pattern that um, has certainly served some people um, for us to continue. Um, it's time to choose personally, each one of us, what we want the life quality now and going forward to be. You get to choose what makes you happy because yeah. they'll always show, you know, the luxury cars and, you know, certain clothing and they show a certain lifestyle, but everyone's different. What if you'd yeah. like to be at the beach wearing some shorts and flip-flops? What if you'd like to be in the mountains or in the snow? You get to decide what makes you happy. So choose those thoughts that are aligned with that happiness and try and work on creating empowering thoughts and a vision for your life. As Ildiko was saying, journaling is a wonderful way to do this. And mm -hmm. if you write down sometimes the negative thought and write down right after that, flip it to the positive opposite of that. As in, I am not enough to, I am equipped. I have everything I need to be successful. That's very empowering and you're starting to notice your thoughts. So I really encourage you to do that. Choose your happiness, make it a fun process and then yeah. start to think happy thoughts because as you get better thoughts in your head, the more joy is going to come into your life and then it's just going to go to everyone around you and it's going to help everyone. Yeah, absolutely right. Absolutely right, Julie. Um, we each have the responsibility of what thoughts we bring into the collective consciousness. Um, so we need to um, make sure that they are good quality. You know, the, the, the high end package, the, the premium, uh, premium stuff yes. that we are bringing into the mix, you know? Yes. Yes. <laughs> we want the top tier. Well, the yeah. top level stuff. We don't want any of the bottom stuff because it's good for your body, mind, and soul. Absolutely. So, yes. This was awesome. I think this is a good place to stop. And I thank yes. you so much for listening. Ildiko, thank you so much for being with me on this. I love doing this with you. <laughs> me too. Yeah, it's great. Um, and thank you listeners for um, tuning in. Um, we are really grateful that you are uh, here sharing uh, these discussions with us. Absolutely. And we would love, don't forget to like and share. We are going to be putting out podcasts on a weekly basis. Uh, we are on LinkedIn. You can find us everywhere and we'll have all the links below. So go ahead and share this with everyone. And also submit your questions to us because Ildiko and I are thinking of doing a live um, at some point in the future. And we'd love to do a Q&A. If you found a lot of these helpful, we'd love to know what has worked for you. And if there are topics that you'd like us to go deeper on, we'd love to help you. We'd love to talk about it. So please, you know, put up questions, put up your emails, put up your thoughts. We'd love to do a Q&A. And if you think that's a great idea, let us know. Yeah, that would be really, really great. Um, we want to, you know, we're here to serve you with uh, our experience and our knowledge. Um, and what we can share um, from many years of uh, working with clients and, um, you know, um, uh, working out our own ways of working. Um, but it's time now for us to be able to share this with you. But we need your feedback so that we know that we're positioning things in the right way that can help you in the best way. Yes, yes. So please feel free to leave a comment, share this. 
uh, let us know how we can help you. Thank you all for being here. So we will look for you next episode. Thank you. We love you all. Thank you for being here, Oldico. Thank, Thank you. Take care. We would like to take your hand and step into this year in a different, empowered way that no one is discussing. We invite you to come with us on this journey to show you a different way of being, to get to the deep truth of things, instead of having another year of ups and downs with the same patterns. In essence, we are going to help set you up for success. We have a SMART two-part experience just for the listeners. And the SMART experience is an acronym for the S is for simplicity. The M is for motivation. The A is for action. The R is for reconnection. And the T is for transformation. And we are offering an expansive experience first with Ildico, who will remove blockages with energy. And then Julie, who will introduce the light language to infuse you with light clarity and positive purpose so this is a large transformation in not only how you'll feel energetically but also how you will experience and view the world and opportunities that are open to you Um, and this will be a session with each of us individually if you'd like more information please click the link and don't forget to like subscribe and share the podcast